You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number 15. Happy New Year. You might be listening to this on another day, but today is New Year's Day 2021. We made it through 2020. I seriously cannot believe it. Congratulations. So I've been doing a ton of self-reflection lately because of the close of 2020. And you know, that's what you're supposed to do, right? The only time you look back in your life, just kidding, totally kidding. We should be doing self-reflection so much more than we actually do. But I've been thinking, and I won't bore you with everything I've learned this year, but I'm not going to lie. It probably was one of the best years yet. And I know probably for some of you, you feel that way too. But do you want to know why? It's because I focused on my own personal growth. And if you're listening to this podcast, I already know that you're in the personal growth. So one of the scariest things that I've had to learn this year was the disintegration of my Enneagram type. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of my growth has come from learning about myself through the Enneagram. So lucky for you today, we are talking about the bad things of a type three. Yikes, me. So don't judge me too hard, okay? Knowing these things is where we can grow. So grab a pen and paper, pull out the notes on your phone, and listen in. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. So here's a little overview of the type three. Some good before we really look into the scary parts. Threes are self-assured. They're attractive, they're charming, they're ambitious and competent and energetic. At the same time, they can be status conscious. They're highly driven by achievement. They're very diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them since they are in the heart triad. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness, and at their best, they're self-accepting. They're authentic and everything they seem to be, like good role models who inspire others. The basic fear of a three is being worthless like not being needed in any situation. And the basic desire of a type three is to feel valuable and worthwhile. So a few of the key motivations of a type three is to be affirmed. They want to distinguish themselves from others. They want to have the attention and to be admired by others. And they want to impress others. When moving in their disintegration or stress, driven threes suddenly become disengaged apathetic like a nine. However, when they move in the direction of integration or growth, vain and deceitful threes become more cooperative and committed to others like healthy sixes. So today we're going to be talking about the disintegration of a three. So a three disintegrates into a nine and integrates into a six. When you're looking at the Enneagram symbol, you'll see the lines. So there are nine levels of health for each type. They're broken into three categories, healthy, average, and unhealthy. So keep in mind that most everyone 
during the majority of their life spend their time in the average or unhealthy levels. And this is because it all comes down to our capacity to be present. As we move down the levels into unhealthy, we identify more with our egos. And as we move into health, we become more present and awake in our minds, hearts, and bodies. So depending on our childhood wounds and life experience, we will reach healthy or unhealthy levels in different times of our life. So being able to be self-aware is seriously the key to becoming the healthiest version of ourselves. And I have found that more often than not, it is a learned skill to be self-aware that many people, even as adults, do not even have. So I hope in this series, it'll help you become more self-aware so you can grow into the healthiest version of yourself. Are you ready for the health levels? We'll start with the type three at their best. So at level one, Enneagram 3s are self-accepting. They are authentic, everything they seem to be. They're modest and charitable. They're gentle and benevolent. At level 2, they're self-assured. They're energetic. They're competent with high self-esteem. They believe in themselves and in others around them. And they believe in their own value. They're adaptable. They're desirable. They're charming and gracious. Level 3, they become ambitious to improve themselves. They want to be the best they can be. They often become outstanding, a human ideal, embodying widely admired cultural qualities. They're highly effective and others are motivated to be like them in some positive way. As we get into the average levels, at level four, an Enneagram three is highly concerned with their performance and doing well in their job. They're constantly driving to achieve more goals, and their self-worth really depends on what they do. They are absolutely terrified of failure. They compare themselves to others and what other people have done in their lives, and they become careerists, social climbers, and they are invested in exclusivity and being the best. At level five, type threes become image conscious. You can probably already start to see some unhealthy characteristics come into these average levels already, but type threes are highly concerned with how they are perceived. Because they are in the heart triad, they want the approval of others. They begin to package themselves according to the expectations of others and what they think they need to be to look successful. They are pragmatic and efficient but also premeditated, losing touch with their own feelings beneath the smooth facade. So problems with intimacy and credibility and phoniness emerge at this level. At level six, Enneagram threes want to impress others with their superiority. They're constantly promoting themselves, making themselves sound better than they actually are. At level six, they can be kind of narcissistic, with grandiose, infatuated notions about themselves and their talents, and oftentimes you're going to hear about it. They can be seductive, as if saying, look at me. They can become very arrogant, and their contempt for others is really a defense mechanism for feeling jealous of others and their success. As we go into the unhealthy levels at level 7 and Enneagram 3, is fearing failure and humiliation. They can be explosive and opportunistic and covetousness of others' success. 
And at this level, they are willing to do whatever it takes to preserve the illusion of superiority. At level 8, Enneagram 3s can become devious and deceptive so that their mistakes and wrongdoings will not be exposed. They often are untrustworthy. They're maliciously betraying or sabotaging other people. They become very jealous of other people's success. And at level 9, the most unhealthy level, Enneagram 3s become vindictive. They attempt to ruin other people's happiness because of the lack of their own happiness. They are relentless. They're obsessive about destroying whatever reminds them of their own shortcomings or failures. They sometimes take on psychopathic behavior and generally corresponds to the narcissistic personality disorder. When a three disintegrates to a nine, they become very disengaged or apathetic. They are vain and deceitful. They compare themselves to others in search of status or success. And really at this level, they feel like they are incapable of facing problems. They become very unresponsive and complacent and will totally withdraw. And here we are again, and you are probably thinking, oh my goodness, that was rough to listen to. Let's get to the good part already. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just made it through the nine levels of disintegration of an Enneagram 3. So I hope that you're listening to this and thinking, if you are a 3, okay, yes, I can see these things in my life. Or if you are not a three, I hope that you're listening to this and thinking, okay, how can I help the Enneagram threes in my life or even just have some more compassion on them now that I know this information? But if you have listened to this this far, you are someone who wants to grow or wants to help someone grow. I know you've heard me say this before, but this right here is the best part of the Enneagram. I seriously think the Enneagram can be used to our advantage because of everything you just listened to. Because how often, unless you are super self-aware, and I applaud you for that, do we actually look at these scary and bad parts of ourselves? It is so easy to point out the flaws of other people, but we can use the Enneagram as a tool to become more self-aware. And self-awareness is really What sets elite top performers apart from just top performers? And I want you to be an elite top performer in every single area of your life you are striving for growth. So here it is. We have reached the light at the end of the tunnel. Are you ready for the good part? Drum roll, please. The rest is up to you. With all of this information, you can either use it to grow or... You can still be stuck in your old ways of blaming others for your problems and not taking responsibility. So once we know this about ourselves, the first thing we must do is take responsibility for our own lives, whether it's a lack of success or happiness or relationships. We need to look inward and take responsibility. It's no one else's fault but yours. And you know, sometimes that can be kind of hard to hear. So the number one thing that we're going to do to start the upward spiral is be self-aware. You just listen to all the bad parts. 
But the question is, are you actually humble enough to admit, yes, I see these things in my life? Because I know when I first heard about the Enneagram and I read about the bad things of a three, I literally said, no joke. Oh, that's it. That's not so bad. I really don't have that much to work on. (laughs) Can you believe it? That sounds really bad to say out loud. Really, the first step is admitting you aren't perfect and that you could grow. So maybe re-listen to this podcast. Take notes on your life where you see these characteristics and be okay with it because no one else is perfect either. You know, we just all put on these shows for everybody, especially a three. But that is one good thing about a three. They're always striving to improve themselves. So rarely are they going to hear this and not want to change anything. So know these tendencies and be aware of what makes you disintegrate in your life. The second thing I want you to do is create a switch habit. So habits are literally the key to our success and the key to our confidence. And you've heard me say this a million times. And that is why I've created the Enneagram workbook. This workbook will, one, help you learn more about yourself. It's created for each Enneagram type. We will cover the disintegration, integration, personal growth tips of each Enneagram type, and it'll help you learn more about yourself through reflection questions and tools. It'll help you start creating healthy habits because your habits are the key to your success and confidence since it's 15 days long, and it'll help you find clarity. I seriously wish I had something like this when I was just starting my personal growth journey and shoot, I could use the thing now. And actually, I do. I use some of these tools daily. So this workbook is jam-packed of all the tools that I have used personally and have made a radical difference in my life, like helping me to find success. As a three, all I want to do is be successful, but I was chasing something that was not fulfilling. So this tool has helped me find clarity and bring happiness to my life. And there are so many other tools that I cannot wait for you to get your hands on. It is seriously amazing. It's designed for each Enneagram type. So grab it today. Start your year off strong. I'll post the link in the show notes. So when it comes to having the switch habit, you need to first be aware of the triggers that make you disintegrate and have something that pulls you out of it. So for example, when a three starts to disintegrate, They will want to withdraw and pull away. Threes want to avoid conflict and any talk of feeling so they can have a positive outlook on life and get things done. So when they're in a situation of conflict, one switch habit that they can use is take five minutes alone so they can formulate their thoughts and compose themselves. So I'll use a personal example. A couple of years ago, my best friend and I were getting into fights pretty often. We were having conflict, and as a three, I hate that. Both of us were working through some things in life, and we're kind of taking it out on each other. She's a two and would disintegrate to an eight and become very overbearing and demanding. And on the other side, I'm a three, and I would disintegrate to a nine. So I just want to withdraw and forget about the problems instead of working through them. So as you can see, that right there is going to cause some problems in our communication. Another reason why the Enneagram is so helpful in relationships. 
So we figured out through a lot of communication that the best way for me to handle conflict was to take five minutes of alone time. I could calm down. I could gather my thoughts. And when the time of withdrawal was intentional, it didn't make me want to withdraw altogether. So find the shift habits in your habits that will help you not to fall into disintegration. These shifts and habits will help you have more control over your life and more control over your emotions. So after this, I want you to do a little self-assessment. I want you to do a little inventory on your life. Where in your life do you see these unhealthy tendencies popping up? Have other times in your life looked more healthy or unhealthy and why? The more we know ourselves, the better we can become. And that is seriously what it's all about. So thanks for listening to My Enneagram Life. If you like this podcast, share it with your type three friends and click subscribe so you never miss out. And I want to hear from you. Was this helpful? Was it scary to learn about the bad things? Can you see these things in your life or someone you love? Share this on Instagram and tag me at My Enneagram Life. And I want to know your biggest takeaway. I can't wait to see you on the gram. And don't forget, grab your Enneagram workbook to start the year off strong. See you next week and keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself.